Welcome back to the Roadpreneur Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable with you, and I'm also going to dive into my own personal journey. And as we do it, I'm also going to share with you exactly why you need to leverage community in your business. This is true across all industries, but for RVers and nomadic entrepreneurs, this is even more important. So I'm excited to dig into it a little bit further, really peel back the layers and show you exactly why you need to leverage this community and how it's really going to help your business grow as a result of doing so. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Roadpreneur Podcast. It's here where I show you how to blend entrepreneurship with exploration, camping with more cash, and the RV lifestyle with recurring revenue that'll let you go off-grid more often. I'm your host, Kimberly Crossland, and for a decade, I've helped hundreds of businesses get off the ground and grow, but I've always been behind the scenes. Now, I'm bringing those strategies, marketing ideas, and copywriting expertise to the forefront through this podcast. The tips and the strategies that you're going to learn are designed specifically for the RV lifestyle. So if that's you, let's dive in. Before we get into it, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by the Roadpreneur community. Now, it might seem pretty obvious, and sometimes people just need that little extra nudge to get over the hunch and join us inside the Roadpreneur community. If that's you, jump on in right now, roadpreneur.com slash community. Waiting there for you are a group of people who are amazing entrepreneurs. They get the RV lifestyle. They're there ready to support you. And you're also going to get full access to templates and trainings and all sorts of different goodies that are going to help your business grow. So if that's you, if you're just ready to go dive in, continue listening to this episode, of course, but then I also would highly encourage you to go to roadpreneur.com slash community and sign up and come and join us. We would absolutely love to see you inside. All right, now let's get into this episode. So as I said, this episode is all about why nomadic entrepreneurs need to leverage community. Okay, I've hammered that point home a lot. And here's why. I started out my business sitting alone at a kitchen table with nobody else around me. My husband, of course, he worked full time, still does, and he supported me but also he didn't understand what it was like to completely go out on your own. And as an entrepreneur, then you know there's feast and famine months. There are months when everything is flowing your way and there's months when everything feels incredibly hard. There are months when you feel like you're on top of your game, on top of the world, like you know exactly what to do. And then there's also those months where you feel like, Everything is breaking and everything is crumbling. And it's this roller coaster ride that no other job, no other career that I know of can relate to. It's a style, a lifestyle that we choose that's very difficult at times. When we go it alone, it can be even more difficult to navigate the whole thing. Sometimes we get stuck in our heads and we think that we're the only ones who are having trouble figuring out our next steps. Sometimes we just crave somebody to tell us what the heck to do because we're tired of having to always be the one who is creative. And that seems a little bit counterintuitive because we started this lifestyle to have more control over our direction. We started a business because we wanted to have that autonomy. We wanted to have that flexibility. We wanted to be able to do our own thing without having, quote unquote, the man the big boss on top of us telling us the direction to go. We wanted to take our own charge. We wanted to take our own direction and start something big and new and exciting. And while we still might want that, 
There are times when it feels very overwhelming, very isolating, very difficult to have to do all by ourselves. And so I want to just kind of shine a light on that because it is not something that's talked about enough and the mental space that it takes to navigate these ups and downs and twists and turns and unexpected changes. And all of a sudden we have one platform over here that's demonetizing something that was so much of our revenue. And then we have a client who decided that they're going to go in a different direction and they no longer need your services or a product that we were expecting to have come in doesn't come in. There's just so much that we carry on our shoulders. And this is more than just wearing a bunch of hats. Yes, we do. We wear a lot of hats in our business, but this is more because now it's not just navigating those logistics. It's not just navigating the platform changes and the technology and the clients and the people. This is our business. This is our baby. We have birthed this idea out into the world. And so without it, without having others that get it and understand that feeling and the emotions tied to everything that we pour into our, our business, into our companies, into growing, into our marketing, our content, everything we put out there, it's really difficult to get ahead and it can feel incredibly isolating. The other thing in life that can also feel very isolating can be camping at times. And now I love to get away. I absolutely love the quiet our family has a tradition of taking off right around Christmas time so we can get away from all the chaos of the holiday season once in a while. And I love that tradition because it does let us unplug and untether and get away from looking at the screen and that temptation that comes along with it. That temptation, by the way, I feel is so much stronger among roadpreneurs. I feel like it's so much stronger among people who live the nomadic lifestyle because we feel constantly tied to our business. We don't have a nine to five. We don't clock in and out. We don't go and have a commute to take us to the office and a commute to take us home again that will let us ramp up our energy going to the office and come down from all that energy leaving the office. We are the office all the time. And so that means that when ideas come at one o'clock in the morning and you're up staring at your phone in your notes app, taking notes, writing down to-do lists, writing down ideas, scrolling through social media, whatever you're doing at that time of night, it can feel very daunting and you can feel like you're the only person in the world who's doing it. Well, obviously, you know that you're not the only person in the world who's doing it because I just shined a light on it and I myself have done all of that. I have found myself tethered to the phone. I found myself up in the middle of the night more times than I can count, probably more times than I should be, just thinking through business, thinking through the what ifs, thinking, you know, crunchy numbers on my calculator on my phone, whatever it is that I'm doing, that is not uncommon. And now I've just started the first five minutes of this podcast feeling very heavy and I want to shift that because entrepreneurship and the nomadic lifestyle entrepreneurship and being able to travel and RV and explore, go off grid, go boondocking, whatever you want to travel. It's crazy beautiful. I would absolutely not trade it in for anything because in spite of all those hardships and those difficulties, there's going to be something else with any other job. It's all about perspective and it's all about figuring out what is going to work for you and how you can get over those humps. And I am such a strong advocate for the thing that will get you over those humps every single time is having community around you. And so I wanted to take this entire podcast episode and devote it to five reasons why you need, 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 need to leverage that community for your business. And of course, how it's going to serve your business goals in the long run. And I'm going to tailor this specifically to the RV crowd. RVers can be 
weekend warriors. They can be full-time RVers or they can be like me in that messy middle where I go out for a week or more at a time and, and not just do the long weekends. I do the the weekends that are not the popular ones at the campground so we can have more space around us and we can kind of have a better chance at finding a dispersed camping spot, things like that. So we like to go out when it's not the popular time to go out because we like to explore. We also have our sticks and bricks. Of course, we have our home in Arizona. And so I am not a full-timer, but that doesn't mean that I don't feel like I'm a nomadic entrepreneur because I go out as often as I possibly can. My family goes out as often as I possibly can. And I have designed this business, this lifestyle, so that we can travel more often. We'll even take our kids out of school sometimes. We're that devoted to getting out and exploring. And so for me, though, without having a community that will back me up to help me, support me through those journeys outward and onward and on the road at different times than our traditional, we're not just the Memorial Day weekend and the Labor Day weekend people, It helps so incredibly much. So here's the five reasons. Let's start off with reason number one. I already said this, but camping is lonely. The nomadic lifestyle is lonely. Entrepreneurship is lonely. At times, you find yourself alone with your thoughts. Now, I recently heard of a book called The 12-Hour Walk, and I am planning to take this 12-hour walk because what the guy did, his name is Colin, and what he did and I'll link to this in the show notes. What he did is he has this incredible story of where he crossed Antarctica. He wanted to be the first person to cross Antarctica. And he packed up his sled and all of a sudden on the plane ride over there, he realized he was sitting next to someone who had the same exact goal as him. This person had the same exact goal to cross Antarctica on foot, all alone, a solo trip across. And they were together, but they were also very much apart. And they were not doing this as a team. They both got dropped off at the same spot because there's one airplane that takes you down to Antarctica and off they went. He struggled through the first few days. He felt very alone. Everything felt very heavy. He was draining his energy reserves. And then inside of him, something shifted. He talked to his wife. That also helped. So he had his own community, even though he was solo down there. He was able to check in at home and have someone to talk to. But the something that shifted was on that 12-hour day, he walked for the entire 12 hours, and then he set up camp, and the next day he did it again. He pushed, and he pushed, and he pushed, and he spent 12 hours just moving and going and doing, and he felt really, really, really good about it. And so then he came home, and fast forward, the pandemic hit. He ended up being, by the way, he ended up being the person who finished first, and so he has that world record. And he came home in the pandemic, they were isolated in their cabin, and he thought, what is happening? Why do I feel the way that I do? I feel like I need to constantly check in. I feel like I need to constantly be on and doing all these things. And uh, his wife had even noticed that he was different in a way, not bad different, but just different. Like he'd almost lost a little bit of his spark. And so he thought deep and hard about when he felt it the last time, and it was in Antarctica on those 12-hour days. He said, hey, I'm going to see you in about 12 hours. And he went out for a walk for 12 hours. Now, for a lot of people, the 12-hour walk is something you might want to train for. It might leave with a lot of blisters. Who knows? But this for him was, was normal, and it was okay. And he came home after 12 hours, walked through the door, and he said that his wife immediately could see a difference. For those 12 hours, he was alone. 
But here's what he always had behind him and what I kept hearing in his story as he was telling it. Yes, he was alone. Yes, there was beauty in that alone time. He always had his own personal community to fall back on. He always had his own personal community to lean on, to shine the light on when things were going askew and when things weren't quite right. It was his wife that was there to say, hey, something's off and help him get back on course. And every single time it was having someone to talk through these concerns with, these challenges, these little things. I bring up that story because no matter where you are, no matter the lifestyle that you've chosen, no matter the fact that you love to be alone, he was traveling isolated on Antarctica. Like how much more alone can you get? And if we feel pretty alone boondocking, that's even more alone. (laughs) So having him all alone and alone with his thoughts, but he still had his community. He still had his phone that he could pick up to call his wife. And so even though we have chosen to be more isolated, to be more alone, we still need to have those people that we can pick up that phone and call sometimes. We still need to have those people in our corner who we can lean on for that encouragement to get over a hump or that motivation or someone to shine a light when we're having a hard time seeing exactly what's going on in our own world. We need those people in our camp. And that's when having community is so important. I brought up again earlier, my husband, I love him dearly, doesn't always understand the entrepreneurial lifestyle because he's not living it. And that's okay. But I need to surround myself with people also who understand the entrepreneurial lifestyle. They understand the ups and downs, the feast and the famine, the ebbs and the flows, all these different challenges that you just cannot predict. They just come up and you have to be able to give yourself grace in those moments and then immediately find a solution. And that can be a very difficult thing, especially if you're not surrounded by people who think in this way of entrepreneurship, who think in this way of travel. And wanting to design a life and systems and a business that will let you travel. So for example, if something goes wrong, you need to have those people to lean on. You need to have someone to reach out to who will be there to say, hey, why don't you try this? Or have we thought about it in this way? That creative spark, but then a very specific answer. And that's where having community, having people to brainstorm with, having a coach on your side can really, really, really help. The second thing is flexibility matters. And this, this first point kind of ties into that second point. So I want to get right into it. In RVing, it is not uncommon to have it blow out on the side of the road. Tires on RVs blow out often, no matter how much we fill up the, the air pressure, check for balding, replace them frequently. Their blowouts happen. It just happens. And so we know that sometimes we're going to get to our destination a little bit later than we thought. And sometimes I actually recently heard a story of a full-time family who needed to have their truck go in for a recall. Something went wrong on the truck They had to, that had to be recalled. It was going to take about a month for it to get fixed. So now rather than traveling for a month, they had to cancel those reservations, plan to be at one campground because now they have no way to tow their vehicle or their, tow their RV away. They had a fifth wheel. They have a fifth wheel, I should say. They're still a full-time family. And so we need to be able to adapt to these settings. Well, the same is true in entrepreneurship. Sometimes in my subscription box, products do not arrive on time. Sometimes things go wrong with shipping. No matter how much I try and plan and schedule and and give myself a buffer room, things go wrong. Things go wrong quite often. And I wanted to bring up the product-based business because it seems that things can go 
the most wrong in the product-based world. Digital world, it feels a little bit more predictable. In a product-based world, it's a little bit more difficult. That's why I like the subscription model so much. It's one of the reasons why I shifted to a subscription-based model. And had I not had a community around me, a few biz buddies and trusted mentors and and you know people that I could lean on, I might not have thought to go that direction. I might not have thought to do a subscription model. And so it's really, really, really valuable to have somebody to talk through those challenges with, help you see the challenges, and also help you know how you can get out ahead and avoid them going forward. Having people you can talk to and lean on in those moments when things do go wrong, where you're isolated and stranded for a month when you thought you could be traveling, or when you have a blowout on the side of the road, who are you going to call? Who are you going to pick up the phone and call? Who are you going to reach out to? Having those people and having built that relationship with those people is so critical. So in the RV world, obviously we'd build a relationship with maybe a triple A, <laughs> or maybe we'd build a relationship with people that we're caravanning together with to different destinations. So we trust them and we can call them and we know that they're going to come back and help us and you know whatever it is we need help with, we have those people in our corner. The same thing is true for business, and yet we so often will ignore it. We try and go it alone because we're an entrepreneur. We're a solopreneur. It's like a, a badge of honor to have done this alone, but nobody ever does it alone. And we always, always need people there alongside us walking this journey to help us through those humps, help us through those dips, help us see the forest for the trees, help us just to tell us what to do next, and we just cannot think about it because we're so frustrated because things went wrong. We need someone to give us grace. We need someone to honor that flexibility, who gets that flexibility, not bash us in those moments, but just offer a solution, offer encouragement, offer advice, whatever it is that we are seeking in that moment. We just need someone there alongside us who knows us, who gets us, and who's excited about offering and sharing their own wisdom. That is such a powerful, powerful part of community that's often overlooked. The third thing. Technology changes incredibly quickly. So I'm a part of a group called RV Content Creators. It's a fabulous group. It is a free community started by my friend Joshua Sheehan of Gander Flight, also the host of the RV Entrepreneurs podcast. And he created this group because he wanted to have this kind of community around him of content creators who can help navigate these tech fluxes and tech changes. So for example, when an account becomes demonetized, a lot of people will lean in and say, hey, what happened here? When there's a big win to celebrate, they'll lean in and say, here, I got I got to my 100,000 know, mark, whatever it is, 100,000 plays or something like that. We can all celebrate together and we can all offer solutions together. It's such a nice type of community to come together around a very specific marketing format. If you're an RV content creator, go search for it. Send me a message on Instagram and I'll happily share that group. It's not mine. I have nothing to do with it other than I'm a part of it and I enjoy it. These are the kinds of things that you need to have a group of people who will come in and help you navigate when tech changes, platforms change, YouTube offers something different now, or Facebook has done something different now and we're not sure how to navigate it and what's going on and why did it do that? Am I alone in this? We need to have people to talk to. The other part of this is that technology is changing quickly in that it's a, it's innovating very quickly. It's advancing very quickly. And so now we need to have people who can help us find new tools to make our job easier in doing business. We need to help have people who can say, oh, I tried that new tool and I thought it was going to be super promising. 
And now it's not. This just happened actually in the Roadpreneur School. I shared a tool and it was something that looked very promising. I said, don't buy it yet, but I'm going to go test it out. So stay very close because I'm going to, I'll share with you my findings. Well, it was not great. I ended up submitting, asking for a refund, which is the only time I've ever done that. I actually don't like to do that very often, but I asked for a refund because it was just, it wasn't even in English. I mean, it was that bad. And so I thought, oh my goodness, I'm so glad that I can go out, have this experience and share it with these people who are looking for the same kind of a thing so that they don't make that same mistake. Having community, especially in such a fast-paced digital world, is so important. It's so important because otherwise it's very difficult to try and reinvent the wheel and learn all these new tools, learn all these technologies, learn all these platform updates, all the different things that are going on in the technology world on our own is incredibly difficult. All right, let's move to point number four, and that is mindset. Living in your head is incredibly difficult and it's totally stifling. I cannot tell you how many times I have spiraled in my head of the what ifs, or I've spiraled with the anxiety around what happens if something goes wrong. What happens if I do something and this fails? Should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? I feel like I have the answer, but I'm not quite sure. We work in a silo. We work all by ourselves. We don't have anybody to talk to about this. We don't have anybody to brainstorm about what we can do, about the direction we can go. And that can stop us from doing anything. So often perfectionism, which is, by the way, a feeling that's tied to some form of trauma, Perfectionism can really stand in our way because we don't want anything imperfect going out into the world because we're afraid. We're very afraid of that judgment. We're very afraid of the criticism. We're afraid of looking like things, we don't have it together and how dare we do things wrong and you know whatever it is. We get really nervous and we get really wrapped in our head about it. So much so that we don't take those first steps. We don't launch the thing. We don't put the thing out there in the world. And then when we do... We also get very wrapped in our own head because there's nobody out there liking it. There's no one out there commenting on it, sharing it, talking about it, supporting us, giving us a high five. These don't have to be people who are buying from us all the time to really support us on this journey and help us get out of our head so that if you have a launch and things aren't going quite right, you have somebody you can lean on. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard of launches going really, really painfully slow in the beginning. And then all of a sudden they pick up and they start to go better and they start to do better. Something in there shifted. And that shift is really important. And it often comes from a conversation with somebody else. It often comes because somebody has said, what am I doing wrong? Can you just go look at it for me? Because I feel like I'm missing something really obvious. And a lot of times they are, or they know what they're missing, but they just need someone to step in and tell them what they're missing. That's the difference. And having a community means you have somebody there to step in and tell you what you're missing, which is such an awesome opportunity to really break away from being in our head and not really knowing how to take those next steps forward. All right. The final thing is this. It's just more fun. It is just so much more fun to do business with other people. We can still, we still have the autonomy that we desire. We can still make all of our own decisions. We can still work when we want to work. But now we've got people to do it with when we want to. And so having that that community around us is just more fun. We have someone to celebrate with and we have wins. We don't have to be alone dancing in our kitchen. We don't have to be the, the crazy one jumping up and down at the campsite. 
we can just be ourselves and have people to celebrate with us alongside all of these wins. Because the community that you surround yourself with, nomadic entrepreneurs, they get it. We get it. We understand how cool that is when that happens. We understand how hard it is when it doesn't happen that way. And we can have fun and laugh through the through the hardships because they're going to come and it's okay. It's all part of it. It's all part of the journey. I wanted to point out one of my students actually reached out to me yesterday and she said, I want, I'm curious. We're wrapping up the Roadpreneur School. And she said, I'm curious. Have you had fun with this? Have you liked it? Tell me a little bit more. It seems like you have, but I just kind of want to hear from you. Have you been having a good time? And I told her this was the best thing that I've ever done. I've had so much fun getting to know all the people who've gone through our cohort. I've had so much fun getting to see their progress. I've had so much fun talking through those hardships and seeing what comes out on the other side of it, feeling so much better and clearer and brighter. It's the best thing in the world. But if I didn't have anybody around me, and for the first eight years of my career, I really didn't have anybody else around me. I was really doing this alone. Sure, I had my clients, but I was separated from that. This is different. This is linking arms and walking on that same journey. And to me, it feels a lot different. It feels like I've got community rather than clients, if that makes sense. So even if you talk to people all day, having the community of people who can be there to celebrate your wins, high five you, get excited when you get excited, help you see the light again when things feel really dark and heavy in your business, it just changes things and it makes it so much more fun. Because now when you have a big win, you're not going to reach out to a client and be like, hey, I just got another really cool contract. You got to hear about it. They don't care. They care about their own business. But if you have a community of other people who are also out there reaching out, finding people who they can work with, going after contracts, going, getting featured in press, and they can come back and say, oh my gosh, I just got talked about in this gift guide, or I just got mentioned in this article. People are going to understand that and they're going to want to celebrate you because that's really cool and they know how cool that is. Okay, let's recap the five reasons why as a nomadic entrepreneur, you need, need to leverage this community. I cannot overstate this enough. You need to leverage this community and it's going to help you grow. The first is that it can be a very lonely journey. And without having people alongside you to help you out when you get stuck on the side of your own, you know, proverbial road on your entrepreneurial path, it's going to be very difficult to grow. And then you're going to start walking and start getting that tow vehicle to take you on to the next campsite, the next level of your business. Also, flexibility matters. And having people who understand the ebbs and the flows and can help you out when you need some help, that's a really big deal. It's a really big deal. And it's what is going to scale your business so much faster and get you to your business goals so much faster than if you try and navigate all those points all by yourself. Next is that tech changes quickly. And if you're left trying to figure out how to do this tech all by yourself, then it's going to be a big struggle and you're going to fall behind. And that's a really terrible feeling to have. But if you have a community around, you can say, try this, don't do that. This tool worked really, really well for me. This is how I've set up this Asana board. Maybe you can copy it over to Trello, things like that. It's a really big deal. The fourth one is that living in your head is hard and it's stifling. If you want to grow as an entrepreneur, you need to put yourself out there. And that can be a very vulnerable and difficult thing to do. It can cause anxiety, it can cause depression, 
It can cause a lot of really serious mental um, emotions. And having a community around you to help you navigate those, it can help you avoid going down that slippery slope. It can pull you right back up again and show you that it's going to be okay. And also go and do it anyway. Go do it anyway. That mistake was not nearly as big as you might think it was in your head. Go do it anyway. Put yourself out there. Get out there. The world needs you. The more we can hear that, the better it's going to be. And then finally, it's just more fun. It's just so much more fun to have somebody to chat with us about, to get these ideas out of your head, and to go and navigate the world with alongside another person who gets it. So of course, I want to end this podcast by inviting you inside the Roadpreneur community. We have such an awesome group of people over there. Every single month, you get templates and you get training that's going to help you continuously move along your journey so you continue to grow. You get that new information. You don't have to feel like you're struggling to keep up. And it simplifies your business, so you can really focus on the things that matter. But in addition to that, you also get people. You get a group of people that you can sound off with, you can talk to. We do co-working sessions together, brainstorming sessions together, and you get live coaching. Each and every month, I am in there doing live coaching, and I cannot tell you how fun those calls are. We come up with so many creative ideas. And so often I hear others saying that was someone else's question, but man, I got a lot out of that and a new idea for my own business. It's such a great community. I hope you come and join us because I know you're just going to get so much out of it and there's no risk. You don't have to stick around if it's not for you. So come check it out. Come join us roadpreneur.com slash community. It's really an awesome group. And I know for these five reasons that it's so, so needed. I hope to see you inside.